man. How's it going? Yo, what's up, Jack? How's it going, man? Uh, going pretty well. Do I sound good? You do sound good. Okay, just making sure. Right. Yep, gotcha. I was trying Welcome. to set up, set up my mic and everything. Welcome back to the Auto-Tune with Jet the Dog podcast. Today we have... Jathan Converse, a.k.a. Beats by Con. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, go over a quick thing. So, how I found about, out about you was through um, a mutual friend. I don't know if he's your friend, but uh, a mutual person we've uh, worked with or talked to. Um, uh, Occupied or Dylan. Yeah. And um, so, are you good friends with him or how did, how did that like relationship or friendship start? Um, I have a lot of people DM me. Usually what happens is I don't really reach out to people directly. Um, they'll search for my beats on YouTube. That's probably where 90% of my traffic comes from. And then a lot of people will, I have my Instagram linked in all my videos and then people will DM me on Instagram. And then usually we'll start a conversation that way. So I'm pretty sure that's how he initially reached out to me. Heard one of my beats on YouTube and then decided to message me. Nice. Yeah. So um, on his new EP, uh, Taking It Back, you were one of the producers on it. So that's how I found out about you. And um, so I messaged you and uh, you responded. And now we're here. That kicked off. That's exactly how we're here. Um, So... How long have you been doing uh, what you're doing, like producing? Um, I want to say it's hard because <laughs> it's hard to remember now, but at least yeah. at least three years. I think okay. I think three or four years. I started yeah. like my sophomore year of high school, and I really started by just like I actually wanted to be a rapper before I ever uh, oh, really? was yeah. going to be a producer. I think you'll hear that from a lot of producers actually. So I was looking on YouTube and trying to find beats and I was like, you know, these are good, but I have to pay for them. And I was like, well, it'd probably be better if I just learned to make beats myself. And then I started making beats and I was like, wow, I'm way better at this than rapping. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, maybe I should just stick doing this, stick with doing this. And I started initially from just like recreating like instrumentals of songs that already existed. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm at the point where, you know, I started making my own beats like three years ago. And then it uh, it did pretty well pretty quickly. So I'm uh, very thankful for that. So where exactly are you located? Like a uh, country? So I'm in the United States. Okay. Um, I don't know where you're at. Are you in the U.S. too? No, I'm in Canada. All my buddies are from here. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, so like Occupied, I don't know but if you knew, but yeah, he's from Canada. A bunch of my bu- my friends are from Canada that are wow. all like rappers. It, it's so cool how uh, just the internet has united like people from yep. different countries. It, it really amazes me when I look at the, does. at the analytics, like how many different countries people are listening to my music from. And right. like when people message me, they're like, I'm from India, I'm from Canada, I'm from you know, countries in South America, even it's, oh, wow. it's pretty wild. So yeah. It's like all over the place. Yeah. Uh, awesome. But I'm in uh yeah, I'm in the U S I go to school at a university here, university of Mississippi, but nice. my parents live in little rock. So during the summers or at least this summer, I came back home to stay in the next, 
uh, fall, I'll be back in school. Yeah, so uh, how old are you? Uh, I'm 20. 20? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. So um, do your parents support your career in doing this? You know, they initially didn't. I think, I think they were a little scared for a while because once this started yeah. taking off, I was like, maybe I want to do this full time. Maybe I don't want to go to school. And yeah. I think that was a moment where they were really nervous. But eventually, once the money started coming in and they started seeing that it was successful, I think they had a change of heart. And then also once I actually went to college, I mean, right. they, they fully support it now. But there was definitely right. a moment in the beginning where it was like right. an edgy conversation. Because when, mm. when you're first starting something like this, because I always viewed it as a business and I was like, right. can I make this like feasible to live off of? It's super mm -hmm. risky because you don't know what right. the end outcome is and you yeah. don't know like what can change. So, um, yeah, in the beginning, there was a lot of uncertainty and they right. always supported it, but it was very much like they were definitely concerned <laughs> that it was going to like replace school and I wasn't going to go go to college and honestly I think if I had it I'd still be doing fine I I mainly honestly went to college because I got a full scholarship and then oh. also um just the social aspect I took a gap year in between to kind of fill out the waters mm -hmm. so like once I graduated high school I took a year off from school and then yeah. I just finished my freshman year so during that gap year I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I just realized that like while I could do it I really right. needed that social aspect of college. Right, hundred percent. Um. So, um, what are you taking in college? Um, I'm a finance major, oh. <laughs> which might sound like it has nothing to do with music. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, kind of little. But it's a it's a business degree, and so it's good because I'll have a lot of. First of all, if you're a producer and you're making a decent amount of money, you need to know how to do your taxes you need to know how to do your own accounting and all that yeah and exactly. uh there, there it, there's still a lot of practical skills in right. finance but also i i'm very interested in managing assets and investing too so right. that's why i'm taking finance yeah that's cool for sure for sure so uh who's your dream artist uh producer wise and um art like a uh, music rapper uh artist wide wise mm. uh, to collab with can be underground can be mainstream can be you can choose you can like do mainstream and underground wherever you think. okay all right let me think the the underground one is harder for me because there's people that that like um it's it's a well the underground one there's just so many the the yeah. mainstream one it's like it's easier for me because like it's like so out there but producer-wise, it'd probably be Kanye West. Ooh, he's he's crazy. And just right. to just to even sit in on a studio session, even if I wasn't working with him, would be wild. Right. Like just, just the the production. And then in terms of rappers, probably J Cole. Either J Cole, yeah, no, nah, I'd be J Cole. I'd be J Cole. Okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. So. Like, uh, what got you into it? Like, what made you want to do, try and do rapping or producing? Um, what got me into hip hop initially is like, <laughs> I 
I used to play soccer when I was a little kid, and yeah, I I wasn't a very confident kid when I was little, so okay. to kind of hype me up, sometimes we play like songs in the car, and okay. one day my dad played "Lose Yourself" by Eminem, and okay. I was like, wow, like this is like, this is really good, right? And then I just started listening to more hip hop. I started checking out other artists. Eminem was the first one I got into. I think a lot of people around my age and maybe even a little older, Eminem was really popping up when they were younger. So like Eminem and Lil Wayne. And then the next like artist I really got into was like Logic. And then that's really when I, whenever I was listening to Logic, that's when I really got into rapping and produce like beats yeah. and, and yeah, starting yeah. to write my own lyrics and paying attention right. to everything. Really like diving deep into what it was about. For sure, that's that's cool. That's cool. So, um, do you like, uh, what do you use for equipment? Like, just for some people out there that if they're listening and want to pro- start producing, like, what equipment do you use? Do you have a big set, or do you have like a little, just a few pieces of equipment? Yeah. So I would say, as far as like people that are first starting off, people ask me this question all the time. I probably got okay. this question like twenty times. Um, so I'll talk about what I have and then I'll talk about what I think you should get when you start out. So right now I have some mixing monitors. They're like rocket KRK fives, which are pretty level. They might be slightly bass heavy, but they're good for hip hop production. Um, I have some audio technica headphones. I have a gaming laptop that I use. And the reason I know a lot of people do, um, like full blown desktop computers now just for like storage reasons and stuff. I like the laptop because it's portable. So I can take it wherever if I need to like, you know, because I'm going a lot of places this summer. If I'm visiting friends somewhere like in Oregon, which I was a few weeks ago, I can bring my laptop and work with my headphones while I'm there. So that's why I use a laptop. Um, Let's see, what else do I have? Um, I have like a MIDI keyboard that I use, I don't use it that much. Most of my production is like, uh, involves sampling and stuff like that. But, um, and then I also have a, it's like an Mbox too. It's it's an interface where you can hook up all your stuff to. So basically, like once you get rolling on the production, you want mixing monitors, you want headphones, you want an interface, you probably want a decent mic like I don't record vocals a lot, but I have a nice mic just in case I want to mess around with it. Um, so yeah. So you don't have to explain like how much, but how do you make your money? Like off, off YouTube, off. Um. So basically, the money is like ninety. People always get surprised. I would say it's 90% from sales and it's, um, it's 10% ad revenue, 90% sales. The sales is really divided up between BeatStars, which is how I get most of my traffic. I usually funnel it through YouTube, then through BeatStars. And then every once in a while I'll get some people, you know, who want a custom beat and I'll charge for that. I'm working with an artist on Visionary's label, which is Logic's label. Um, named Damien. Yeah. So they pay me directly. And so, but most of it is through beat stars. Right. So if, um, you were to not have a job, 
at all and mm-hmm. just do producing, would you be able to live off what you make? Yeah. And yeah. I have no problem disclosing what I make if, okay. if that's what you're trying to get around. Yeah. I'm... No, no, no. Because some people aren't comfortable. So I yeah, 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 yeah. But No, it's totally cool. Um, okay. I, the It's actually interesting because usually it, it builds – COVID actually really, I think, boomed my sales. Right. But okay. the first year, I think – so the first year I started producing, I made like $1,000. And then the second year, it was 10. No, it was like eight. It was like eight. And I remember the second year having to file taxes. And I was like, ah, like. Right. And then the third year, it was 30. And then this last year, 2020, it was like Mm -hmm. 60. And the reason, so it was 60K USD. But a lot of that was because people got stimulus checks in the U.S., And so a lot of people were taking that money and being like, oh, now I have money to fund my whole album. And then they'd go spend Mm -hmm. it all on beats. So I got a lot of like huge sales whenever the stimulus checks came out. Oh, that's cool for sure. So you got like a good amount of sales at at, at, like one time kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the biggest ones were like when they sent the first stimulus check. I don't remember when it was. I think it was in that spring. And then whenever they sent the other one in the summer, that one did really well. I think I had my best month ever. It was like almost 8,000 in one month. Okay. Oh, wow. Do well for yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I do all right. This year, I haven't been doing as well. Part of that's because I've had to, you know, focus on school more. Mm -hmm. But um, still making decent money. I cannot complain. Very grateful. General, do you... uh, uh, do your beats. Um, sorry, what'd you say? Sorry. In general, like, do you work or do you just uh, do your producing and not make your income? So I don't work now. I just produce, especially with going to school. Like, I thought about it, but holding a job wouldn't really be worth it. I tried it, like, two years ago, like, my senior year of high school. And I worked at Costco for like three months. And that was a great experience. I think everyone should have some experience working in retail right. or in fast food or some some like, you know, minimum wage jobs just so that they get a sense of like what those workers go through, how right. how it works. You know, it, it's very humbling to work a job like that. Yeah. So th- I think that was great experience. But then there got to a point where it was like, I'm making more from producing than this job. And I'm mm. spending way more time at this job. So why right. am I putting myself why, through that? Yeah. If I just allocated more time towards producing, I could probably make that money up. So I quit after like three or four months once the sales were doing a little bit better. Right. That's cool. That's cool. For sure. So uh, do you have any other hobbies other than producing? Like do you um, – just any, anything else that you uh, – Yeah. I, so I still like playing soccer every now and then. But more of a pickup game. Um, I play chess. I don't know if you've gotten into chess at all, but chess has gotten a recent boom ever since like Queen's Gambit came out. Right. Um, so that's a lot of fun for me. Okay. Um, trying to think. Those are like my main hobbies right now. I like reading. I like investing. Like I said, I invest most of my money that I make. Um, into like, so what yeah. do you invest in? Crypto? Uh... Stocks and crypto. I'm really into. Okay. 
I'm I'm really on the on the Bitcoin. Bitcoin okay. <laughs> on the I'm a I'm a strong holder of Bitcoin. I don't try to trade it. I'll probably right. never sell it. I think it's like the best reserve currency that you can possibly hold, especially with the government printing a bunch of money and the US dollar becoming inflated. So I'm right. really into like economics and finance and stuff like that. Right, that's um, awesome. So yeah. And it's always good to to invest what you make and right, to invest 100%. in yourself. 100%. That's cool, man. Uh, Yeah, that's. I think that's all we got for this one. Uh, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. This is my first podcast I've done, so I was oh, really excited okay. to come out, come on here. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? It cut off. Oh, did it? Uh, I said... I said yesterday you texted and said you're so excited for this. So, yeah. Yeah, I was really excited. Um, also, I just want to say you're like super professional. Oh, you've done you. a You've done a great job and you're really good at hosting. Oh, thank you. Yeah, for sure. All righty. Well, um, I'll see if we can maybe work together in the future. But, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, right. for sure. All right. Peace out.